for, for doing it. Well, so, course, you know, naturally, yeah, really got to maximize that coming up to 200k mm. on those points. Oh. Really looking good. It's a really good use of my time. I don't know how much that is in money on a platform. It's like, two, dying it's like 200, 200 pounds. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I need to cash them out quick, don't I? Yeah. Just email Sony and see if you can convert them <laughs> to super <laughs> yeah. credit. Spend on super. <laughs> Um, contributing yeah. 200k to democracy we are lizardy lizardy live okay uh, he's just gonna ghost us <laughs> such bm yeah, he's probably either still asleep, which is unlikely for Caden. Even when Caden no gets blackout drunk, he's still up by yeah. like nine. Um, yeah, he's not. He's not asleep. I, yeah. I just think he's. Have you checked it. the Xbox app? Is he online? Uh, no, <laughs> he's online. If he's not, I'm actually going to be a bit worried that something's happened to him. <laughs> yeah, it's something. It's either like he's online and everything's normal, or he never came home last night and he's lost. It's one of the two. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. He's not on. Oh, great. Well, call the police, I guess. Last seen one day ago at yeah. um, home. But, but he could just be on his PC. 911? Yeah. My my friend, Caden uh, Atta, is not online currently. They're like, Caden. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. We've got a chopper in the sky. We'll look for him. <laughs> yeah. Xbox's stock like immediately plummets. But like twenty five percent, yeah. in spending stopped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the games are like all our profits are down on microtransactions. Where's Caden? <laughs> we, he's the biggest whale this side of the Mississippi. We need him back. Yeah, Smiter, like he just comes on and buys skins. He hasn't even clocked in hours on the game, but he still buys our skins. Our profits. He doesn't even own the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he buys them from the higher res website. He doesn't even open the game. All right. If you're listening, Caden, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he will listen. And That'd be quite funny though if he's like, out. he's just tuned in. He's just like eating a bowl of cereal in his dressing gown. He's like, oh, I meant, I meant to be on this. Shit. <laughs> fuck. God. Um, yeah, cool. All right, let's right. jingle and get going then. Yeah, you done socials? Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, we're jingling. Wonderful. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode uh, 131 of the Quick Resume podcast. Um, my name is Deck, and joining me today is just just him. I mean, that's good enough. That's good enough, Thanks, obviously. Man. But I'm just what saying, try. it's just <laughs> it's just fucking Tim this week. Yeah, just unfortunately, standard Tim. I'm gonna have to carry the show once again because I'm just with Tim. <laughs> I mean, that's just your name, isn't it? First name just, second name Tim. I'm just, just Tim. Tim. Anywhere else I'd be a Tim. You seen that movie? You seen Barbie? Of course, yeah. It was it was Fox's first uh, first movie. It's a great it's movie. Cinema, it? I love it. It's good. I don't know if it's been nominated for the Oscars this year. Actually, I imagine it's been nominated for something. Set design, costumes, probably. But is it, wait, how do the Oscars work? I don't know because why would it get nominated for this year when it was the last? 
was it? Um, when did they the, yeah, well, yeah, it did come out. Yeah, it was 23. They're always in March for the last year. Uh, oh, I see. I said March to March. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I see. Something like, yeah, there it is. Best picture of Barbie. Yeah, stuff be all over the place. Yeah. It was a good movie. Better not. It was really funny. I did like it. Yeah, supporting actress, supporting actor, adapted screenplay, original song, two of them. Mm -hmm. Costume design, product design, yeah, got loads, got loads of animation. Yeah, no, it was, it was fun. Um, anyway, what are we here for? Oh, yeah, Xbox. Games. Um, yeah, that's right, of course, yeah. If you haven't been here before, um, we're mostly an Xbox podcast, but hey, we talk about other stuff as well, as you'll find out today, wider stuff in the industry. Um, we're definitely console agnostic. No console wars here. You won't find a drop of console wars here. We're very level-headed podcast, um, so mm -hmm. yeah. As you can tell by the floating green dots in the background, and uh, the fact that our <laughs> yeah. podcast is named after an Xbox feature, yeah, very a dying bonus. Xbox feature. Yeah, just level there. Yeah. Um, so, um, we might have a third jumping in today. We usually have. Caden with us, but he's literally. We, we messaged him last night, and he responded, "Yeah, I'm I'm drunk. I'll let you know." He didn't last know, so yeah, that's what we were joking about at the top of the show. Like we don't like really. He could be anywhere right now. He might still be drinking. You know, we don't know. Who knows? Poor guy. Who knows? Um, Tim, how's it going, buddy? How's uh, how's game brain? How's normal brain? Um. Yeah, both brains are in a decent gear. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty standard week to be honest. I'm kind of just in that phase of um, just waiting for the next big release, which for me is obviously Rebirth, um, which is Thursday oh, this yeah. week. So I'm pretty buzzing for that. Um, yeah, obviously over the last couple of weeks, I said I replayed Remake as well um, for the uh, the anticipation of uh, Rebirth. And uh, yeah, what else have I been playing? Uh, we did some Helldivers this week. Uh, that was good fun. We had a good sesh on that last night. Um, I started a Nier Automata um, because I it was because <laughs> <laughs> it was really um <laughs> it was on sale uh, and it was like nine quid or whatever. So I just I just got that, and obviously that's been on my list for a while. Uh, nothing really mm -hmm. else on my list, so it just instantly <laughs> shot to the top. Um, and what else? What else have I been playing? Um, oh, we did we did some like party animals and some siege the other night. Um, that was a good laugh. Where it was like six of us online. Um, but yeah, that's kind it's of been, been a while. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been a while since we had a big group on and did that. Um, and yeah, part, party animals was a good shout. Party Animals is yes. good. And it has so many more game fun. modes than I ever thought as well. Whenever I play that game, I'm just You like, forget, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, from one, you're never really repeating. You're always just doing something different. Um, so, yeah. it is a good game. Yeah, it's very good. Um, I'll floor it. But I think that is about it, to be honest, for me. Um, hmm. It hasn't been too too intensive, but yeah, a few, few bits and bobs here and there. Cycling between both consoles at the moment. Um, and yeah. Hmm. And still held divers too, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah still held divers too. Yeah, which is obviously still, still grand. You know, when you can get on when we and can it get actually in. works. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't mm -hmm. know if anyone else has had this bug, but Deck had a bug last night where 
we got into the servers, we loaded into a mission, and he just had two giant purple question marks for weapons. Um, and he couldn't shoot. They didn't work, by the way. Yeah. yeah, they didn't work. We tried killing him. Nah, he just came back with them. We even went back to the ship. You still had them. You had to like fully reboot your game. So, um, yeah. yeah, live service wise, the game is in a little bit, little bit of a state at the moment. Um, I think they're they're getting their feet, you know, planted, and uh, it's getting better. But um, yeah, it, it's, it hasn't been the smoothest launch. Like literally, last couple of weeks, it's been tough to even get in to the fucking game. And then when you do. There's disconnects. Your matchmaking doesn't work. Um, the, you, you crash. You have it weird bugs. bugs. Out. Yeah, you know all this yeah. sort of stuff. And we we so. also had that. We had that thing where our second weapon wouldn't pull out, didn't we? Like we couldn't pull out a second. That happened to both of us for the yeah. entirety of the mission. Yeah, so, like gimped yeah. us for the entire mission. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there is definitely some some issues going on there. Some teething problems, which weirdly are not getting spotlighted which we keep talking about it's weird and I, I don't want the game to get gaslighted like for being crap that's not what i'm saying we we love the game and we know it's a small team of, uh, uh, team of devs but like it's just weird that it's just not getting talked about like why people aren't just being like why don't you just buy this in a few weeks when it's actually kind of stable like yeah. No one's mentioning that. So there's probably loads of people that have bought this game and when they capped out the servers, they probably weren't even able to log on to it, which I find very strange yeah. that this isn't just getting mentioned and users aren't getting warned at all. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's especially weird because the um, director himself is the only one who said that. The director, I think, like may, um, posted about it on Twitter, like, look, if you're thinking about getting the game, maybe hold off a couple of weeks until we get this all ironed out, which is like, you know, very oh, respectable, very noble. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. you know, very respectable. Um, but nobody else is fucking saying it, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a bit weird. Yeah, all I keep seeing, all I keep seeing from outlets about Helldivers 2 is, oh, look, it's broken a new record on uh, concurrent play count on Steam. And it's like, is there anything else you want to mention while you're at that? You know, while you're talking about that, anything else you want to say that might maybe help people make an informed decision? Mm. No? Okay, that's fine. Um, so it is what it is. But I, I mean, it's it. still a great, it's a great game. I always find it quite funny because isn't like the main population actually on Steam? I find it really funny that yes. it's, it's actually not that like crazy popular on PlayStation. Like it's literally like I don't know what the split is, but from a, a ballpark and looking in, it's it seems like it's like a seventy thirty split or something something like that. It seems like pretty heavily in favor of people who are always just getting it on PC. Um, yeah, at least so, yeah, I found That's quite what it seems to be yeah, but. Yeah, we, we don't have hard numbers, but we've had like different, you know, people doing different reports based on what the devs are saying about their total concurrent count and then what it is on Steam. And then you minus that from the total count, you know, and sometimes it feels like it's about 60, 40 and other times it feels like it's, it's as high as 80, 20. Um, but you know, either way, you know, it's still doing well um, yeah. uh, on both platforms. For sure um yeah okay great yeah super excited for you about um final fantasy that's a big one um obviously it's reviewed really well currently sitting at, currently sitting at 93 open critic yeah very good yeah. stuff um and it's you know it's been a bit of a i've got this as one of our honorable mention points but it's worth mentioning now it's been a bit of a bonkers year for um japanese games in particular hasn't it tekken mm -hmm. persona um Final Fantasy. We're about to get Rise of the Ronin, obviously, just on PlayStation. Um, there's something else I'm missing as well. Uh, oh, Like a Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, all of these yeah. Japanese games. 
Yeah, they're coming pretty high out of the gates. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm not. I'm still not sure about Rise of the Ronin for me. Like, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit sus of that game. I, I don't know. There's some. <laughs> there's something about it that just. I I don't think it's actually gonna hit quite as hard as people think. But I don't know. When is that actually due to come out? Is it quite soon? Is it? It's like April. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I was having a quick look. Uh, March twenty second. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I, I just don't know. It just seemed kind of mid to me, but yeah, I don't know. Especially for a game that's really been in the oven for so long as well. Um, but who knows? I would say like it's probably going to come in at the same as what like Wolong did. Wolong's on eighty one open critic at the moment, and then you know maybe yeah. then maybe then you add a couple of PlayStation points, and then so maybe eighty five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, non level headed as we said. Yeah, very level headed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what have, I, what have I been playing? So I've been playing, um, I've played a couple of things. Yes, yeah, so obviously I've been playing Helldivers as well. Yep, Siege Pie Animals. There was something else that I messed around with. I, I, I keep dipping my toes in and go Mecha Ball, which obviously is like really, really underrated. It, it's it's really good. Go Mecha Ball. Check it out, honestly. It's like a sonic top down shooter roguelike. That's the best way I can describe it. Okay, all right. Yep. Interesting. You just you're just a little guy with a gun, and you can turn into a ball, and you can roll around, and you can get momentum, and then you come out as a ball, and you're a little guy with a gun, and then you pick up guns, and you keep going, and you get you level up, and you do the roguelike stuff. Um, mm. It's a crazy. I don't know. It's just quite a smooth. It's just an easy one. I've got ten minutes free. I can't commit to anything longer. <laughs> I'll yeah. play for ten minutes. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the big one, really, is um. It's Midnight Suns. Yeah, I started Midnight Suns last week um, in between server downtime <laughs> for, for Helldivers 2. Um, and yeah, I've, I've overall been having an okay time. It's I'm only, I've only played it probably about six hours. So, you know, it's it's early days, but like the first five hours of the game have been pretty like mixed for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just has felt the pacing has been all over the place. Uh, I'm like, Doctor Strange, shut the fuck up. Shut Mm. the fuck up. Iron Man. And also, like, I'm really not sure. Like, I don't think they've pulled off. Like, it feels Uncanny Valley. I don't think they've done a good job in terms of, like, making the characters seem like, uh, you know, their own characters, you know, like Guardians of the Galaxy did. You know, that felt like uh, you think it's they were done well enough. Trying to copy. But, but this is, yeah, it just kind of feels like they are the MCU versions, but like less act, less well acted. <laughs> and like, I, I've, yeah, I find, I find most of the dialogue quite hard to buy into and like quite bad at times. Like, I don't, they're always like trying to like reference something else in the MCU. I don't know if you found that. Like, all oh, every other sentence is like they throw something else in there. And I'm like, do we really need to bring that up? Mm. Um, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's obviously not the prettiest to look at, um, which isn't really a problem. But like, I think to make in terms of making a first impression with everything else that I'm speaking about here, like it's made the buying quite hard. The actual like game when I'm playing the game, I'm like, this is fun. This is great. I like this. This is Firaxis doing their stuff and like making a nice cool concept mm-hmm. you know it's got that deck builder going for it it's like fairly simplified but in a, in a good way um and like all the animations like actually in game feel nice and crunchy you know when you get spider-man to thwip 
people and you know i'm playing like got blade and i'm stabbing people through the heart it feels good it's great mm. um and then the mission's over after 10 minutes and i have to speak to 16 people again go to bed walk the dog find a ghost you know it's like it's like i'm in hogwarts yeah. <laughs> like between missions mm. um and and i've just i think i've just hit the point where i'm finally out of like the full tutorial bit and i'm now in the cycle of like uh you you do your mission and then you come out and then it's nighttime and there's opportunities to like hang out get all your upgrades in um and then you sleep again and then it's mission time again mm-hmm. and that's like kind of the flow of the game and i like i've just hit that i'm like okay this feels a bit better because now i've got a bit more control over kind of what i want to do um yeah. so we'll see how it goes but um yeah i do feel like they went i don't know how it kind of happened but i do feel like they kind of went a bit too hard on trying to make it like a marvel simulator like a marvel sims like there's i to me there's like way too much here of like you're living in a house with marvel characters talk to them and be their friends and it's like i don't i don't care like yes. there's every now and then i want to talk to like if i'm talking to a character i want to talk about i want to talk to i get something out there and it's okay you know, i talk to blade i don't know i actually know that much about blade i just think he's kind of a cool cool aesthetic character Mm-hmm. And then I'm talking to someone, you find out a bit more, and you get a friendship love, and you're like, okay, cool. But like being forced into do that over and over again to characters like that you don't care about is like quite frustrating. Yes. Um, it does, yeah. it does feel like Firaxis made had a template for their next game after XCOM um, with the card system and whatever, and then they managed to sign a deal with Marvel, and they were like, right, make it Mar- like make it Marvel, and like they had to add extra elements like a lot of it feels like very out of their comfort zone and you can tell mm. you can tell um but the actual, apart from the actual game bit because like it's so weird that all of the meta game stuff is still here you know like in XCOM, just like you upgrade um this bit over here like i like the forge and you can get one-time use stuff and like you have a research and development going on and then you can send people off on missions like all the stuff that's in there XCOM games is still there but it's just been like it's just got like a marvel skin over the top of it and it's like i don't know it's like i feel like they could have done something better they could have like really made it like fit like feel like a marvel thing but this just feels like it's for axis with a marvel skin i don't know um it's okay i'm having an okay time so far i plan to keep going um because i I really like the actual the flow of the game when i'm playing it so um yeah I'm, i'm gonna keep going but it's definitely been a bit of a weird experience uh for the first five six hours no, yeah, I kind of agree with with what you said. Yeah, someone who's played and completed it, and I rate it quite highly overall. But yeah, there's you you get to a point where you just realize you you hit that fatigue wall when you realize I can't talk to everyone, and there are some people I just don't like and don't have any interest in. So you can just ignore them. You know, you really don't have to talk to Nico. You don't have to talk to Magic. You know, you can just straight up ignore them. You can just talk to Blade and Wow, two women characters. You would say that. I found Nico really fucking whingy and annoying, to be fair. Like I found her so irritating. Um Magic was actually my highest friendship level. I really like Magic. Um Oh really? I've just started getting magic into one of my missions. Yeah, she's got cool um, ability set. Yeah. Yeah, she's got like portals so you can like transport people in and hit them into like environmental hazards and stuff. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, she's really cool. She she and Ghost Rider were like two of my highest um friendship levels. But like you know, you just get to a point where you realize, yeah, you just don't have to talk to everyone. Like, I really hate talking to Captain America as well. Is that spoilers? Captain America's in this game? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, no. Oh, man. Um, yeah, 
he's just so oh my god he's just so fucking patriotism i just do the right thing all the time he's just so fucking bland and fucking cardboard i, I just didn't like talking to it man it's like talking to a piece of cardboard um yeah so yeah and then you just get to a point where you, you just don't have to go through that dialogue or if you do just just skip through it like you're really not missing that much plot or anything like that and then once i think you come to that understanding if you don't need to chew through fucking hours of dialogue and you can just keep the ones you like whatever and then move on to your missions like i think you're starting to, to understand um it flows better but then like you said it's too they've lent too much into this just needless talking to marvel characters because you shouldn't need to make that sacrifice of being like there's just too much shit here i need to cut people out that should never be Mm. a thing that the player needs to do and yeah Yeah. they just lent a little bit too heavily into it i think yeah it's just unfortunately i just don't think it, it feels that cohesive like i think like it feels like three different games in one like there's this this card building tactical game which i'm sure like by itself would have been great and it is great here as well but then it's kind of got this marvel skin which is like that's fine cool okay fine but like like why like why like it doesn't feel like those things are particularly well matched i mean you know it's fine it works here it's fine and then there's this simmy element as well where you're, you're like going around and you're talking to all the things and you're developing friendship levels and stuff like that and it's like okay that's fine i suppose or you know maybe that could work in some context but why is that here as well so you've got kind of these different things that don't feel like they quite come together um but mm. I, like i say the actual like the bits that Firaxis are good at are like clearly on display here and it is fun like having like different hero like superheroes there and doing their fun animations and getting the synergies going like i haven't even got really that high in the friendship levels oh my god a cat on the screen oh, look at that he's fucking bloody annoying He's for anybody really who got like, look at a cat and butthole on the screen look at that Woo-hoo! <laughs> oh she's under the mic arm oh, she wants her food give me two secs you carry on yeah all right i'll carry on yeah um but the bit that for, for actors are actually good at um is is good here um you know it's nice the animations are good the effects are good when you're actually get people going and i know tim has spoken quite highly of like when you get further in there's like uh combos between superheroes which i haven't got to yet but i think that sounds really good that sounds really fun you know it's like how um marvel ultimate alliance back to be uh used to be back in the day if you guys um, ever played that that always really i thought was was fun so drawing some inspiration inspiration from that in a tactical kind of environment is quite quite exciting so i'm excited to see how that goes but i think i'm going to be very liberal with spamming the b button when i'm speaking to people from from now on um unless it's like a particular conversation i'm interested in or, or maybe the main story yeah so good job yeah so but but that's that's been me i I swear i'm missing something i swear there's something i played a little bit of i meant to to mention like did you play balatro in the end i know that's on the notes for later but did you play that no i didn't i haven't bought it yet um you did i think i think maybe you did dip into final fantasy 14 but that was literally for like half hour but yeah maybe that's it i guess i mean that was i suppose that was yeah i wanted to say that like as a co-op gamer like if you're on xbox right now you're you're eating quite good really i suppose in general actually because obviously hell dives is on playstation but like you know hell dives is there um we had a surprise dead island drop Mm. um into game pass which is really exciting which did it did fine didn't it but everybody was it was quite funny because it's one of those games that was received quite well um by the player base because everybody was expecting a trash fire because it had been in development for so long oh, um, yeah yeah 
actually came out at 75 on Open Critic, um, which is about as good as the first one. You know, new liquor paints and new gore systems. And uh, it seems like it's a good, fun, cob time. And it got nominated for one of the best multiplayer games of the year last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Managed to sneak in a nomination there. So, um, yeah, I think that's quite exciting. Dark Tide is still on Game Pass, which I've heard is, is tightened up quite a lot now. Um, and Final Fantasy, yeah, uh, 14 has just entered beta on Xbox as well. So, yeah, a lot of co-op goodness right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm quite excited to get um, Final Fantasy uh, 14 underway and give it a go. I've been watching some um, some like gameplay of it and just what to expect sort of thing. It does look MMOE, you know, like the combat doesn't look particularly uh, ex- exhilarating but i mean if there's some cool abilities and the, the characters classes are cool and stuff like that yeah i mean i i, I could get into it but the, the the problem with with mmos is them capturing me long term um with their combat and stuff like that like they yeah. need to have a good loot system and a combat system that does capture me like i i don't i don't really have an experience with mmos so i don't really like just to click click on an enemy and let my character whack it and that, and that <laughs> yeah. happens for 10 minutes while i press one two and three a few times you know it's not the most entertaining thing to me um but i'm happy to give it a go you know i, I i'm a huge fan of fun fantasy and i've heard nothing but good things from this you know in its life cycle which by the way i think it's like 14 years old or something oh yeah how nuts is that and it's still fucking going and it's still getting expansions and it's still popular like can you imagine being a dev on that nuts. like you must be how are you doing that yeah it's kind of it's kind of crazy um but yeah no i've heard positive things about it you know and they've got cool little systems as well like i know that the way they do their expansions is it's not um like a la carte as you buy them so if you buy the latest one you get the first two as well which is kind of neat you know they're not fleecing the player base either mm. like you know like destiny you had to buy each one you couldn't just buy the latest one you had to buy all yeah. five 30 quid expansions um if you wanted them so that's quite nice um but yeah yeah maybe we'll give it a go today you know i think uh that's that's on the list for potentially trying today along with dead island and stuff like that so it's, it's yeah good time for games at the moment it's pretty yeah it pretty, is pretty it good. is even in the face of death, Xbox is still managing to get some some good stuff on the system. Um, exactly. So, yeah, was, I, I booted up the other day to try it, but it was like coming off the back of Midnight Suns, and I was like, I had had a thing where they just kept talking to me that they would not shut up, and I was like, I just want to punch some bad guys. And I started Final Fantasy, and I don't know what I was thinking. Like, what what was I thinking? And like, yeah, I had to go through the whole tutorial process and create a character. And I was like, I don't know what any of this means. And yeah. I literally got into the game, and I was like nah i'm done <laughs> and i just like to quit out <laughs> it's uh yeah I, I feel like with those sort of games you have to set aside like an hour plus just to wrap your head around yeah. the the tutorial and just what it wants you to do definitely um, and b you know they you you gotta yeah you gotta set aside a decent chunk just to actually fucking start the game essentially um but yeah oh hi Wacking, by the way oh yeah and, um, hi, Wacking, yeah well, yeah and uh yeah cool uh all right uh well let's get into some of the honorable mentions and i've got quite a few down this week because i think there are quite a few things that happened this week that i think we'd be able to talk to um out of interest uh, of our interest levels um 
the first is that Gigantic is coming back, Tim. We, we spoke about this a few months ago that it was like kind of speculated because I think mm. something happened with the trademark. But yeah, no, now it's... Oh, no, it wasn't. It went into a closed beta. But yeah, it's it's like being fully revived. Uh, I can't remember what it's actually called. It's like a something edition, Gigantic something edition. Um, yeah, and it's being published it? by Gearbox. Gearbox just picked it up and they were like, yeah, we think this is still good. Get yeah. it going. <laughs> uh yeah no this is uh very surprising and um yeah funnily enough we actually were big fans of this game when it when it first um when it first came out like god knows how long was it it's like 10 years ago now maybe maybe more i don't even know five years i don't know oh i think it was way further i think it was like 2016 or even earlier yeah so like it's it's been it's been a while but yeah we we played this and we were big fans of this um i thought it was a really cool um system i thought the characters were really cool and creative and colorful and um yeah i i I like the idea of like the bases you attacked were like the big like creatures that you just gigantic yeah gigantic creatures creatures, sorry (laughs) um that you destroyed it was just like a cool novelty art style was great you could place like these uh like turrets systems at like each point of the map couldn't you like when you controlled an area you could like plant things can you and you could choose between like a healing thing or like an aggressive thing or you know all these things to then gain the map control to push up a bit further and those were the little points you fought over um to to get pressure on the map um yeah no i thought it was really cool and i'm actually excited to see this come back um i i still don't know how i feel about it though because as much as i did enjoy it back then it was free entry and it was obviously free to play um and now if i want to try it again and maybe my nostalgia is getting the better of me i do have to put 40 quid into it or however much it is um, uh, it's only 20 oh is it only 20 oh, okay yeah. um so it's it's a little bit you know i'm a little bit on the fence with it um but it'd be interesting to see how it's being received um because mm. i did enjoy it and i wouldn't be opposed to coming back um you know, i did because, yeah because we we kind of like like you said it's been a while since we actually all like met on as friends and had a bit of a party game sort of moment and this is that sort of game which i feel like could attract quite Definitely. a lot of our friends you know because i can't remember what what it is is it a 5v5 or is it like a it's 5v i'm looking now it's 5v5 yeah it is 5v5 yeah so like i feel like that could gather a you know a, a decent a decent amount of uh our friends to then you know reignite that flame i feel like it could be a game like that so yeah i've definitely yeah. got my eye on it and i think it's really cool uh, because I, I do think the game got done dirty a little bit um because it had some very unique ideas and it just never gained the traction and then even though it released i think before overwatch overwatch still somehow just sort of like overshadowed it um and just yeah. kind of I, I i don't know how but um i just don't think it gained the traction it quite needed but yeah it's cool cool nonetheless yeah and i mean it, it was unfortunate for us really wasn't it because at that time i had a look it was came out in 2017 a lot of our attention was soaked up by smite you know and smite being mm-hmm. quite similar in that it's a, it's a third person console friendly moba um and i think it was the first it was like one of the first xbox pc like crossplay play anywhere titles at the time um i don't think it ever really got really popular but it was quite well regarded but but it just it seems like it didn't quite break through you know to get a lot of players um 
but it was always good like when we played it it was good um, and i'm the same i'm like side-eyeing it a little bit because i'm like what's the deal here with like support like if you just flick the servers back on um because i looked at like the, the trailer for it and they, they haven't done any work to it like it looks kind of dated to be honest like it's still mm. a good looking game in terms of the direction but like it looks kind of dated um and it's like are you just reviving a corpse here like are you, is there going to be do you have a team for like ongoing support like and i haven't seen any commitments to anything like here's a roadmap like we're going to support it for at least a year i haven't seen anything like that so it does worry me a bit that if like you know there's let's say 10,000 sales and then they say yeah that wasn't enough we needed at least 50k uh right. yeah we're not supporting it anymore well yeah we'll keep the servers on for like for a year but that's it like that kind of makes me mm. shrug a bit um but at the same time it is only 20 quid um but i'm definitely side-eyeing it like you know mm. what's the plan it does it does help however that it's this time they're releasing it on all platforms um so everything last gen this gen pc so like it's it's probably going to find a decent size player base to keep it going but well yeah well I'll, I'll have to wait and see if it's looking good gets a bit of traction then i'll probably do i'll probably probably buy yeah it. yeah i'm i'm definitely in that same boat as you um i kind of want to see what they're doing in terms of yeah content in terms of um everything like that because if it's just the case like you said they're just flicking servers back on um all the skins that you could buy in the store are now earnable via just game time because you're paying the price tag up front um if that's all they're doing then yeah i'm not that i'm not that interested like isn't like that's not enough i think to get me through the door but yeah if they're just like you know we've added a bunch of new skins you know we've got we've got a couple new characters come in you know all that kind of stuff here's the roadmap you know then maybe yeah but um it's definitely an interesting one and one i never thought i'd ever see the day um but no. yeah i yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly the same as you i'm just keeping my eye on it yeah i'm mm. um, tentatively excited to say the least absolutely okay oh, yeah, that's um, right you have got a little bit you've got some god rays going on in your camera you want to just tilt yeah it i know a back a little bit <laughs> see if you can get go. that yeah. angle i oh, know you still got your god rays <laughs> yeah, yeah i know i did fiddle with it that's the game yeah that's right that's just that's just my holy power I'm a Templar, mate. Um, okay, here we go. So let's quick fire through the rest of these. Um, yeah. I need to be up here by four, really. Um, but we've got beautiful avowed dynamic background, um, which has gone live now. Um, usually they only get these live like just before a game releases, so clearly they saw the reception to that gorgeous yeah, yeah, uh, it's great. key art. I love it. Yeah, it's so nice. It's so nice. Um so you can go and check that out now. And there's also a handful of more, a handful more dynamic backgrounds as well. If you've got an Xbox Series S or X uh, that I think are like heritage, Xbox heritage celebrations, like there's Oceana, I think, and there's like Pacific, um, and then there's a couple of others. It's I also think. a new one for Apex Black History as well. well. Yeah, yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, they're building up their catalog now, which is really nice um, because I think so it's nice it makes the home screen feel feel quite alive which i think like playstation consoles have always been really good at and make the the, the ui feels quite alive in a nice way mm -hmm. definitely uh, right we've got to talk about borderlands we've got to talk about what the, what's happening there man we, i mean if you don't know don't dear listener we, we are big borderlands fans massive borderlands fans you know it's probably one of our most played franchises probably one of our in our top five all times 
Borderlands 2 being an all-timer, even you know Borderlands 1 and 3 also being very, very strong. Um, you know, made some of the best DLCs ever uh, in Borderlands 2. Um, we're big fans, needless to say. Um, this movie is such a conundrum. It's such an enigma. I don't understand what's happening here. Mm. Do you have any insight, Tim? What's going on? It, it, <laughs> I, it does seem a bit fever dreamy, doesn't it? Like I don't really know <laughs> what's what's going on here. I, I feel like I just feel like the castings are just so weird. And I know I'm just playing the same fucking note everyone is on the internet right now, but like they really are. Like uh, uh, Roland being kevin hart is so strange to me um i what did they just want to try and do that to make the movie a bit more comedic but then roland's not the comedic character so lean more heavily into claptrap or lean more heavily into tina or someone like that roland just doesn't he he ain't that guy he's also not fucking five foot like i'm sorry kevin hart i am height shaming you here but roland is not like up to fucking Lilith's waist and it just looks weird. What are you doing right now, dude? You're going Sorry, like, I'm just messing around with my um, yeah. So yeah, to me it's just weird. Um he just seems like a really off cast for it. And he's got like a really high pitched voice and it just doesn't scream rolling to me. No. To me that is the worst casting in the movie. By far. Yeah, so bad. But it's I so also bad. I also think who's the one? It's the it's a famous actress who does Lilith. Is it like Kate? Something? Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. She's a great actress. Don't get me wrong, but like, she just seems a little bit Go. too old to play Lilith. She seems a bit yeah. old, and so does the person who plays Tannis. Everyone seems kind of old in that movie. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, but this is the thing. This is like the for the most part. I mean, I can't speak for Kevin Hart, but Kate Blanchett is a goated actress. Jamie Lee Curtis is a goated actress. Yeah. Like, Jack Black is, like, kind of goated in his own way. But, like, I, those two in particular will have been expensive. I don't yeah. understand why they agreed. Like, what were their agents smoking? Like, I don't get it. I don't understand what dirt Randy Pitchford has on these on these actresses <laughs> or, like, to get them Black into man. his film. <laughs> Yeah, it's so confusing. Like, how did you get fucking Kate Blanchett, Oscar Award nominee, winner, etc., etc., you know, the Galadriel, to be Lilith in Borderlands? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And you're right, it's not even a good casting, I don't think. Yeah, just like, because Lilith is, I don't know, she's youthful, she's quite young, and she's all yeah, magical. She is, yeah. Like, she, she looks that way. And it just seems very odd. I, I feel like there are a thousand different actresses you could have used to play Lilith and just given them red hair and it would have worked. Um, and that's not nothing on, obviously, Kate, but it just just doesn't seem right. It, it seems all over the place. Um, and I don't know. The one thing they seem to have done well is Claptrap seems all right. Claptrap seems fine. Yeah, Jack Black is... Claptrap is a good casting. Yeah, yeah and like say, I, yeah. him in the trailers seems fine. Kind of works, whatever. Tina is a little bit weird. Tina's kind mm. of weird. I'm not sure about that. But um, yeah, I, I, I gotta say, my, my hopes are not high at all for this movie. Um, I don't... I just, I just don't even know what really to yeah. say. Uh, I feel like I will go and watch it. Just because I think one, it's going to be hilarious, and two, it's just Borderlands. Um, so why not, right? I could have a good time. 
if it if it's decent and i'm probably gonna have a good time if it's if it's crap as well so um but my my hopes are not high for this and then they've also started talking about a fucking a borderlands cinematic universe (laughs) and multiple (laughs) movies and i'm just like i'm gonna chop my hands off like that is ridiculous what are you talking about what are you talking about borderlands cinematic universe it doesn't really i think even if it done well i just don't think that's a game that translates to movie i just don't think it is oh i don't think so either it just doesn't work i mean it's a cool world don't get me wrong it's like it's got quite a unique like flavor to it but it's also where's brick yeah Mordecai? where are they right why is it creed why is in the creed? first film what are you on about what creed are you doing is like a fucking dlc character in the second game i don't understand why creed is here i reckon they just couldn't find proper casting for the other two and also i was thinking this i'm like who if they did have mordecai in because also mordecai is like a very well known and loved character um the perfect casting for that would have been diego luna you know andor from uh and the guy in rogue one as well oh you know what I'm yeah talking about? yeah that would be so casting. perfect yeah that is a good casting yeah i think he's i want to say where is he raised mexico city so he's he's mexican but he has the right the right vibe the right accent and everything <laughs> that'd have been perfect yeah um, yeah but yeah it's such a i don't understand and it's like i don't you can't just start calling everything a cinematic universe like you can't just say that that is yeah. stupid. It is very stupid. I don't even know who don't the commit to is that in this one. Like <laughs> it's obviously they're they're thinking like cinematic universe because at some point they're gonna want to do Hans and Jack, which is obviously what Joaquin's put in the chat as well. Yeah. But I don't think he's the villain in this one. The trailer didn't give off any indication of what the threat was, I feel. Like it was just random right. stitched together nonsense. Um yeah. and yeah, I, I, I just don't know. I mean I, I was thinking like if they were going to do like a casting for like handsome jack i was thinking like i don't know maybe someone like david tennant could do a decent job at something like that but i don't know it's quite hard again I think they should just give it to the to the to the, the guy to who the actor yeah which is what they were saying about Damien the person Clark, who yeah. voiced claptrap as well like great it's jack black we love jack black but like could have just given it to the guy who actually voiced claptrap <laughs> Well, that's that's a whole like thing, isn't it? I don't know if you remember that. Like the one who did it in one and two didn't do it for three because he was like Randy Pitchford assaulted me multiple times and he wouldn't pay me, um. So he oh. he, he refused to do it. So they have someone else doing it for Borderlands three. Yeah, so, that's like a whole thing. So backdating yeah. his checks for Kate Blanchett. That's why. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. God, dude, man. So yeah, that's the Borderlands movie. Uh, not confident but you know whatever yeah um how are we doing for time actually i, d- I did want to just because i wanted to quickly give a shout out to uh to balatro uh which has like yeah. it's one of those games like it's i mean we've had a bit of a crazy start to the year haven't we it's like we've had like multiple games which have had like lightning in a bottle moments like every two or three weeks we're having a game pop off in popularity and balatro is, is the newest one um you know it's power world and it was uh hell divers and that's if you ignore like a dragon and tekken in the middle of that mm-hmm. um and now it seems to be balatra i'm seeing it kind of everywhere um currently sitting at 91 on open critic nice. uh, it is a poker deck builder roguelite uh if you've played slay the spire think of that but like poker 
um and it's, it's really doing numbers at the moment uh, it's very cheap 12 pound on pc xbox switch playstation um, i'm very excited I, when i get have the opportunity i'll get around to it and it, it really makes me wish we had cloud uh access to all you know all our library right now because i would i would buy that immediately because i'd be like yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that and I'll, I'll play it when i'm on the go but um perfect yeah, hang on for to that. It for yeah. yeah absolutely and i want the achievements and everything um but that looks like right up our alley in particular it looks really good mm. yeah yeah i have to admit i haven't really looked up anything on it but um yeah i mean i'll definitely definitely give it a look watch some trailers and uh, i mean mm. Anything that's being compared to Saints Fire, I'm probably going to at least try. Um, so, You'll see what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a vibe. Um, so yeah, rad. Um, and then quick and final shout out in the honourable mentions to Shadow of the Earth Tree for finally showing you know rearing your ugly head um, this Who month. I can't remember. Did they look? Shadow of the Earth. What did you think? What did you think of the uh, what we saw? Yeah, I thought it looked really cool. Yeah, I thought it had a really cool tone and like story setting to it. Um, I think it looks really fun. I think it looks big. Um, big expansion to the map. Um, bosses look cool. The sort of, I guess, the guy at the end who looked like the sort of overarching big boy of the DLC looked very, very cool. Like very menacing and um, yeah, I just yeah, I I thought the whole vibe of the trailer um, looked really good. Um, you know, I heard it's quite a, um, it is like an expansion, right? Rather than a DLC. I've heard this is like $40 or whether that's equivalent the same in, um, in pounds at 40 pounds or whether or not we'll get that for 30 or 32 or 33 or whatever. Um, yeah, maybe. So it's, it's, it's a hefty sort of like, I guess you could sort of see it as an expansion. Um, so yeah, I mean, do from software miss, right? so it's do, do they can they guess. could they yeah I, I think even if they tried to miss i don't think they could <laughs> they'd fail um, they'd fail at missing yeah. so uh yeah absolutely yeah yeah quite excited for this i've been on like i've been on like a multiple year from soft burnout but then every time i pick up a from soft game i'm like oh no i'm fine this is great this is amazing <laughs> um but I'm never like I'm not at the stage where I'm like ever like super excited to jump into a Souls like anymore. I don't know why. I've just kind of flatlined on it a little bit. But whenever I play them, I'm like, oh no, this is amazing, and that's exactly what happens to me uh, with with Elden Ring. Hundred um, percent in it. <laughs> um, so yeah, this will be exciting. I don't know if I'll get it at launch because um, I'll have other stuff going on. But but you know, Maybe. it'll be a ninety plus <laughs> expansion. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very exciting. Definitely um okay right let's move on to um the sort of main topics for the day the xbox related topics so um it's really annoying that Caden's not here because i really i wanted to ask him you know uh what his thoughts were from last week with the with the, after the podcast and now this week we've had the four games confirmed uh that, that are going to other platforms being grounded pentiment hypo russian sea of thieves which we kind of knew if you follow it closely because that's been leaked by multiple sources um, and you know it's happening now we've got the release pentiment is now out mm -hmm. uh the other three games are, are coming in the next few months um you know you can go onto your playstation and see sea of thieves there it's a very weird experience uh, but you can do that um so i i guess i just you know have your thoughts developed at all since there i guess that's where i wanted to start like if, you know are those the four like is that has anything changed with from what we said last time? 
Uh, not really for me. No, I mean these. As we said last week, these were the four games that we did predict. Um, you know they have come, and I don't see an issue with it personally. Um, you know these these are all games that could do with a you know a community boost to keep it going. You know, Sea of Thieves. Um, you know, Pentiment is perfect for your for your portable device. Um, on the go sort of gaming. Um, I think it fits well into what Switch does as it kind of feels like it kind of checks that indie box that a lot of people use um, Switches for and to play those sort of games. So I think it's a great fit. Um, I, I, I don't have an issue with these games coming. I, I, I don't think they're massive ultimate smash big hits from Xbox and like people are going to move and change system because these are now coming there. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Oh, and obviously Hi-Fi Rush as well, which is probably the biggest one in terms of its, um, yeah, its, it's uh, who it's developed by and, you know, its rating and Game of the Year nomination, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, no, Hi-Fi Rush is obviously the biggest one there. And again, I don't have an issue with it. You know, it, it's it's been and gone on Xbox. Anyone that would have played that has probably played it by now. Single player experience, one and done problem with it mm. yeah and so I, i'm the same with you yeah nothing's changed there i guess I, I, the, the wrinkle that remains is you know um where do we go from here um like we saw after the interview you know phil had that uh sorry after the update phil had the update with uh interview with the verge my god and um he said like he wouldn't shut the door on something like starfield or uh what was yeah. the other game uh, Indiana Jones. I, you know, they asked him directly, "Are they ever going to come to other platforms?" And he said, "Ah, oh, I don't think we should shut the door on it." You know, I, I, yeah, I don't think you know. And that's, I think, where the writing is on the wall. That um, if there's an opportunity to bring, like, they're not going to say, "Xbox community, this is your game, and this will be only this console forever." I think there's always going to be a point where they start thinking, "Ha, huh, is this worth putting this on other consoles now?" and yeah. 100%. You know, and that does give me a couple that does make, give me a couple of mixed feelings, you know. Like I and I've said this before, it's not because I don't think that that won't work for them. I think that will work for them, but I do think that will erode away the console market like their console market, which I think they know and they'd be fine with uh, because they're converting them into into you know subs on all platforms, purchases on all platforms. Ultimately, it, it works out for more money from them. It just doesn't work out well for me for what I do right now, which is primarily play uh, on xbox as my primary platform um so so that's the only wrinkle like because you know the other some of the other whispers we've been hearing is like you know they've been thinking about gears of war like appearing on other platforms and, and at that point it's like well this is where i look at xbox and microsoft as a data-driven company and they're just looking at numbies mm-hmm. you know they're looking at numbies they're looking at excel and they're going look after two years profits have taken a dip it's no longer profitable so if we put it on other platforms profits start to come up again i'm like yeah okay totally get it totally i get it you see numbers number go up that's what you want you want number go up Mm -hmm. but i'm like you know but have you considered that have you considered (laughs) you know the brand identity you know and i think that was something that we're like we were just starting to like get a hook on you know we've got starfield we've got chai as high fry rush um and if they start doing that like they lose that you know you think of xbox you think of playstation you think ellie you think joel you think um kratos kratos 
yeah, you know, and it, the list kind of goes on. They've got a lot of mascots. Spider-Man, uh, you think of PlayStation, you know, Mario Zelda, whatever, there's more. You think of Xbox, Chief, maybe Marcus Phoenix, uh, you know. Mm. And those are 20 plus years old. You know, that's a bit of a problem. So I just think like there's bits that the numbers don't show here that are going to maybe backfire a little bit. I, I, like I said, overall, I think the strategy is fine. And if they're going to do that, that's fine. They might lose me as a primary Xbox player if they don't make mm. it worth it for me. Um, I might end up going PC at some point. Uh, depends on what they do with hardware. Again, there's a lot of unknowns. But, you know, I, I could see it. I still see it being successful for them in the long run. But it's for sure. I can see there being problems here um yeah that's the that's that's the thing for me like how can i when you show me this your showcase in june and you show me your lineup of games why do you expect me to now be really excited when i could consider you know playing a game playing these games on other platforms you know mm -hmm. that, that has everything so it's it's up to them really you know it's um xbox has to convince me that it's worth it for me as an xbox owner of course game pass is still a massive part of that we've spoken you know, it's hard to deny the success, maybe maybe not the success, but the value, the attraction points of, of Game Pass, and that's still a big point for me. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. It's not really changed, but it's definitely... I, I, I do see the writing on the wall here that, like, I think... This isn't going to be the last time this happens. Like, we're no. going to see other games, and maybe big games as well go to other platforms at some point, and I think that's going to cause more problems for them than maybe they realise. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we we've always said this. I think we've both agreed on that fact. Is this is this is a testing ground, right? These are pretty like like I said, these are games that aren't necessarily going to offend people. The fact that they've come to other platforms, potentially Hi-Fi Rush, but like they are, it, it's like a test, isn't it? Right? They're looking at how these perform. They're looking at how the community receives these and how many how many players they get from it from Sony, all that sort of stuff. Which like hundred percent, this is just an experiment, and then yeah, they're going to take that into developing a strategy later down the line. Um, yeah, there definitely is that fear. Um, you know, I, I I do I do agree that um, that when Phil was talking about this anyway, and they had that podcast theme, you know, he he was talking about the the preserving of a digital library and all that, and that's still always their priority, and the customers and the consumers, all that kind of stuff. So like. I do think that if at one point this transition does happen away from consoles very later in the future, I do think it's going to be done quite methodically, I think. I don't think they're just going to be like, home consoles don't exist anymore and you don't now have yeah. half, half your library um, until we start getting them over to PC. I do think they're going to start having some like a lot more compatibility with PC so you don't lose that digital library and then when you do move over you know, that does happen. <laughs> but then again it does kind of shoehorn you still in, in the direction of PC, right? It, it kind of forces you that that has to be your next step you know, if you want to keep that digital library um so but i think it's quite far down the future i do agree with you the writing is on the wall 100 percent. um and i do think even the next generation like let's just see what happens but the next generation could be a you know we move to pc generation and just 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 bite the bullet um you know let's just see what they come out with um so yeah 
Yeah, definitely. You know, and that, that's what I mean. Like, you know, ultimately the onus here is now on Xbox. It's now, you know, on you guys to prove to me, like, why do I need to stay in this console? And, you know, maybe you don't care. And that's fine if you don't. But, like, you can't expect other people to care either. You know, I know we're the tip of the spear in terms of, like, you know, the hardcore audience. I'm sure there'll be a casual audience that don't care and will stick with Xbox either because of a uh, Game Pass or because of a digital library. But my concern is, you know, is this is that player base going to be big enough to sustain for their console market and you know there's been chatters for ages hasn't there of like oh consoles are dying you know the industry is has capped it's peaked and it's now dipping a bit you know so what's happening there i mean we're even seeing playstation i see wakeem says it in chat playstations are making razor thin profits they're having a lot of critical success and they're making a lot of revenue but their their profits are razor thin yeah um And they're looking at multi-platform to just make those operating costs, uh, operating profits uh, a bit higher as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. It's a pros and cons game here. Um, and if they're going to take this different different angle on it, like they just need to make sure, and they want to keep getting my money, they need to make sure it continues to appeal to me. Uh, and if it doesn't, that's not to say it's not going to be successful. Um, either way, I'm very excited about all of the Xbox game studios. I think these are some really great studios. This year's lineup is great. And even other games that we've been excited for for years, right? I mean, the list goes on. I'm excited about the next years. I'm excited about Perfect Dark. I'm excited about Everwild. Fable, I'm excited for. Even smaller stuff. Towerborn. Um, South of Midnight. You know, the, the list goes fucking on and on. And I think, like, these are all games I am excited for. And that wouldn't matter if I was playing on Xbox or, or PC. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, however, one pretty interesting bit of nuance to all of this which i which i just kind of wanted to throw out because um during the avk trial phil said um and i've, I've seen this has kind of been circulating a lot recently phil said uh, like you know when we put our games on our on on playstation they use 30 percent of the profit from that game because obviously they take a cut from the dev mm-hmm. so they take 30 percent of that profit to uh, reduce our survival on the market you know essentially saying you know like well, why don't you publish? I think they asked him, like, why don't you publish all your games on PlayStation? They said, well, because they take such a... One of the reasons is that they take a big chunk of that and then they lock us out of games to try and, you know, kill us, basically. Um, And so it is now quite interesting that we're here and that's what's... uh, You know, is that still the case? Or are they... Because one of the things that Phil said in that follow-up interview was like, well, we're going to see what happens with our partners as well. You know, maybe we need to reconsider if they, like, double down and go very aggressively on trying to kick us out of the console market again. Maybe we need to reconsider. So I do wonder how far things are in motion in here or if this really is just an experiment. Am I a frog boiling in the pot very slowly? Or is this a genuine, (laughs) genuine experiment? You know, we'll see. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, it's true. I I think it's the latter. I think it is just, I, I think it's just an experiment. I think it's, it's something I think is inevitable and will happen. It's just a, it's just a matter of time. Um, and it's just a matter mm-hmm. of, if, of when when you want to play that that piece, you know, when you want to hit checkmate. Um, I think that's basically it. Yeah. To be, to be fair. Yeah. And I can see Joaquin saying the same thing in the chat. You know, Xbox will be full third party with hardware and yeah. it won't matter. Yeah, maybe it won't. You know, maybe it won't. And it's like I'm saying, I, I, I see that as a successful strategy for them in terms of making more profit i'm just talking about me yeah i'm just talking about me you know as someone who is a more hardcore gamer who does like game pass but at the same time does put money into video games like i can afford to buy some games here and there um it's it's better for me to have a platform with access to more games straightforward you know um so we'll see but yeah you know like i can see again looking you know if they branch out into handheld they do have some interesting hardware you know uh, it's 
if they make it worth it, then that's that's on them. Um, mm -hmm. But either way, um, not a problem with these four games. I, you know, it's fine. Uh, if they are going to have like timed exclusivity on stuff going forward, and that's going to be the norm, that's fine too. You know, we'll see. And it, and it it also won't matter if they start leveraging the ABK studios as well. If we're getting these Game Pass updates, there's like four, five, six exclusives a year. Like you know, if they're in, if they're now on their stride and hitting this constant stream of quality and quantity games. Um, I think that will still be positive, even if let's say half of them end up going multi-platform in a year or two's time. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, agreed. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Okay. Um, so, just to cap the conversation off, then, um, in response to other people that, well, this is what it, on the Xbox Wire post that went up when these four games, you know, were officially announced. Um, to answer the question. So why should I buy an Xbox? This is what Matt Booty said in the blog post. Uh, five bullet points. The biggest games in the world will be on Xbox. Number two, our first party games will come to Game Pass day one. Number three, a robust and innovative multi-year hardware roadmap. Number four, compatibility with your library is a priority, inclusive of cross-play, cross-save, and, and robust cloud features. And number five, Xbox will continue to help game creators find the biggest audience possible. Well, that was quite an interesting set of bullet points there. Mm. Quite telling about what their kind of intentions are, what their North Star is for what it means to be on Xbox. Yeah, especially the last two points. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the last two points screams, yes, we are looking, we're very much looking to go third party, you know, or align much more heavily with PC, at least. Um, and yeah, potentially other Con, uh, like other platforms have cross play cross save cloud features you know uh and then creators finding the biggest audience as possible that all just screams uh yeah if we need to we're happy to put these on other consoles with all these features so you can basically access anything wherever you want cross save cross platform all that sort of stuff um yeah especially those last two points um and then yeah the biggest games in the world will be on xbox and they'll come games pass day one i mean that technically is true um but those biggest games in the world might also be on playstation and pc at some point as well yeah. like that's, that's right you know that is very cleverly worded where yes they are on xbox and yes you do have that games pass incentive that it's dropping into games pass and you don't need to drop that price tag on it for sure that's a big incentive for a lot of people um but it doesn't exclude the fact that they'll you know they might probably will be going elsewhere you know pretty much yeah. all those bullet points say that to me at least yeah yeah no i'm with you man i'm with you i think you know there's a there's a couple of different like branching conversations off for that um to dovetail uh you know i can see we saying um you know there's speculation out there that killer instinct 2 will be day and date on all it platforms will. Yeah. as will 100%. as as will the next as well the next doom and i think you know that's that's interesting in passing those two because killer instinct 2 i get like the fighting community is quite small on xbox it's, even though it's quite it's, big on pc it's all sony is fighting yeah but it, it does run the risk of actually not finding a proper audience you know it does actually run that risk so i get it doom however xbox is the shooter box but like, i don't get that i feel like that should be leveraged like for a year exclusivity or something like you own the fucking studio like mm -hmm. make that an xbox pillar um 
like and this is the brand my brand association problem like a lot of people are going to buy doom on other platforms if that's the case and not even realize they wouldn't even they wouldn't even look over a game pass they won't care like a game pass clearly has a market penetration problem where like the casual audience just doesn't know it exists don't know what it is fucking grab people by the scruff and turn their head towards it <laughs> you know that's mm-hmm. the that that's the thing for me but you know like i can see you know like keen said it has a legacy on other platforms i you know i get it i i think it's gonna be bad uh, I, I think it's a missed real missed opportunity i guess is what what i'd say mm-hmm. but you know we'll have to see what happens come come on me yeah i th- yeah i think doom is I think that's up in the air. I don't think that's like anything. I, I wouldn't place my bets on that being multi-plat uh, day and day. Like, I, I, I genuinely wouldn't. Okay, uh, Killer Instinct 2, yes, like 100%. That's just, I think that's straight up fact. If that game happens, it will be multi-plat because to reach the biggest audience possible, you have to put it on the platforms that fighting games belong and where fighting games are. And unfortunately, that is Sony. So you have to do that. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, Doom Doom's an interesting one. I'm not 100% sold on the fact that that would be day and date multiplayer. I'd like to think not, but who the fuck knows? Yeah. And this is the problem. Yeah. This exact discussion we're having right now is who the fuck knows? You're always speculating. Yeah. And like, sure, like you said, we are the hardcore gamer, but it's just not good. It's not a good conversation to have for people that are, you know, on your platform and support your platform it's the mm. fact that we're we're trying which we're, we're trying to see and maneuver the pieces and see what the fuck's going on and where stuff's going it's not a good look yeah and don't get me wrong it's delightful that i i know for a fact that the next doom is going to be day one game pass like that's awesome mm. because i'm almost certainly going to play that day one that's going to be super exciting and you know the cross play cross save fantastic like that's that's great um but at most you know game pass has stalled like the growth has really stalled for the last two years so that it's either there's either not as big an audience for it as xbox thought or they just aren't getting through to the casual audience and getting them to understand that the value and if you know uh, of what and way it is and if they want it you know um mm. so the, part of that for me is you know get get people to look at it like seriously because people aren't going to bother looking if it's on their platform of choice mm. How would you market Games Pass then to the casual audience? How would you do it? How would you inject this into everyone's brain? What would be your strategy? That's a good question. Well, because they do it, they've got it plastered all over the homepage. They've got it when you press the Xbox button to go to the store or whatever. It's the icon before the store. Um, you know, yeah. you go to Games Pass first. You know, yeah, I, I don't know. They do it quite a clearly. Bit. What they need to do clearly, what they need to do is get rid of Clippy and put Chief in instead, and get him flossing on Microsoft Word, and okay. it will just go. Don't subscribe to Xbox Game Pass. Get it free with your, you know, get it on discount with your with your uh, Microsoft Office. And you're delivering a presentation, and you're like, you know, with PowerPoint, and then Chief comes up, and he's like, "We need you," and he starts fucking doing the backpack kid. So you're going propaganda. And propaganda yes that's what i'm doing we, we need you. you're going back to like old school world war one <laughs> yeah like propaganda. yeah right, like nice. cons- conscripting people into into game pass yeah <laughs> nice. well that's i just they just need more of it like it's it's no secret that xbox hasn't been good at like physical marketing um com- compared to like nintendo and playstation they definitely have gotten better in the last two years although i'm not sure if that's because it's because of bethesda who are good at it um like they need to target the more casual audience because 
like what we found out was that game pass growth hardly grew even when xbox live gold went went away and what that meant is that everyone who was already subscribed to xbox live gold became a game pass member mm. pretty much like the, the the people who were subscribed but weren't game pass members was 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 very small so yeah. that to me what that means is that the core audience knows it and they're locked in but it's everybody behind that it's the mass appeal it's like call of duty boy so maybe that's the next step right you know get cod in game pass and, and get them going you know mm. wow this is great probably will be the next cod yeah you, you, you don't you, you don't think it's going to be games pass do you the cod this year I don't think it's going to be this year, though, because it's, it's had a longer dev cycle. I reckon it's costed quite a lot. I just... Uh, I... I think it might be, but... Maybe. I'm not really basing that on any facts. <laughs> I just got a feeling. I think it might be. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've missed there. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think the so, multi-year but... hardware yeah. roadmap we didn't really talk about too much. What is, what oh, do, yeah, what I suppose. Do, what is, what's defined as multi-year? Well, that, I just think they're trying just to say one that more not... generation. Yeah, it could be. Yep. Like, and then they're just like, ah, nah, home consoles ain't it anymore. We're going to start to phase phase out, you know? Yeah. doesn't sound like it could be a long time. Multi-year could be like two years, three years, you know, if That's, they really yeah, decide it's... to pivot. Um, which Microsoft yeah. have done. They they fucking pivot quite quick sometimes. Um, oh yeah, you know, multi year doesn't lock you in. That that doesn't scream to me. Oh, we're locked in for ten plus years here. No, that's, that screams to me like it could be quite a bit earlier. So yeah, rest in peace, fucking. Uh, what was it called? What was the streaming service called? God damn it, uh, I'm blanking on it. Mixer, yeah, rest in peace, Mixer. Yeah, that was great. How much money yeah. they spent getting they that acquisition, like getting Ninja, weeks. yeah, and then they just shut it down. Like, oh my god, it's yeah. nuts, dude. They're probably still fucking trying to recoup from all that. Like, they, they must have lost so yeah. much fucking money on that. It's nuts. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, I hadn't really picked up on that little bit on that little nuance. You know, like really that could be two years or that could be 10 years you know multi-year mm. hardware roadmap we'll see there there is unfortunately still quite a bit of ambiguity around this but you know it's it's reading between the lines the writing that's on the wall things like that it does feel like look we are going to put more games on more platforms and i suppose phil did say that on the podcast you know where it's where it doesn't hurt our own brand but we can make profit like we're gonna do that and that's you yeah. know that's fine it's just yeah i just think i just think that xbox are like fucking addicted to numbers they're like numerically addicted and they just like they're way too data driven they just don't get it uh, a lot of the time whereas mm -hmm. nintendo and playstation do they get it um and, and i think it's just because of they're part of the wider microsoft and, and at times it becomes a problem for them so yeah it's um I'm definitely not down on this. Like, I feel fine about it, but like, I'm just, I'm thinking like, like realistically, is this going to serve me the best for the sort of gamer I am? Um, and I'm starting to just think, well, maybe by the time next generation rolls around, I'll think twice, you know, and, and I'll think about it. But if they, like I keep saying, you know, if they've got the right things there for me, which I'm sure they want to do, they want to keep me as a customer because they get a lot of money from me, um, then I'll stay. Simple as that. But mm -hmm. it's just different. That's all. It's just different now. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. It's a different different air around xbox isn't there it's a yeah. different vibe yeah it is yeah i'm not sure if the air i'm breathing is toxic or clean i just don't know yeah 
I just don't know. Okay. Right. Uh, I'll tell you, while we're on this train of thought, let's move on to the second story. We've only got three today, uh, but the second was that we had a little, uh, we had a little rumor mill going around. You know, it's it's a pinch of salt. It comes from a fairly reliable insider, Ecstasis. Um, not super good track record, but not bad either. Um, supposedly, there's an all digital white Xbox Series X in the work, planning to be released uh, somewhere between June and July this year. Um, and that's basically it, but the price is 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 unknown. Um, so probably bump the price down a bit, I'd imagine. Um, but I mean, it makes sense, right? They did the Black Series S last year um, with slightly higher storage, so I reckon it'll be the same thing here. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I mean, it's nothing I'm excited about. I don't. I don't no. get these. Like, I. I really feel like it's kind of. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. I just don't see it. But I feel like it's kind of a waste of time and money. To be brutally honest, to do stuff like this. Um. But. Uh, maybe that slightly lower price point does appeal to people. And. I don't know how much cheaper is it really realistically gonna be. Like it's gonna be like. I can't imagine it being like more than a hundred quid cheaper. Gonna be like no. Well, I think they did a hundred quid difference on the PlayStation quid. Five. To, but but like disc drives aren't that expensive, so it depends how much of a loss they want to take. But I imagine they'll want to go for a sexier price, a hundred pound cheaper. I, I I would imagine. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's it's a weird one for me. I, I, I'm not. It's a bit of a weird one. This, in, even in the slightest. And I love like my um like hardware. I like white hardware. Like um, I always get like white phones and stuff like that, and um, and I I like the look of the Series S uh, being white. And if I could, if I had the option to choose between a black or a white console, I would choose to have a white one. But yeah, it's yeah. still not still not screaming out to me. Don't don't like it. I su- I suppose the, the wider context of this is like uh, supposedly there's a PlayStation Five Pro coming out this year. They've not announced anything officially, but supposedly that's happening. And supposedly Switch was what? What's he said? <laughs> you just called me racist by saying I like white hair. <laughs> it just yeah, seems we're cleaner. all thinking it. No, it just seems cleaner. <laughs> oh my god, like stop it. it. No. I can't say that. Fucking hell. Oh my god. God. Jesus. I'm so sorry. I'm going to come out of like an cool, apology man. video like, later on our YouTube channel. You know, like, one of those super serious ones where I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. This has been a really hard week for me. (laughs) I've learned a lot of lessons. Yeah, I will be better. (laughs) I have to be better. (laughs) An anime moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. I. I mean, I imagine they must make some profit off these things. Otherwise, they wouldn't do them. But uh, yeah, like I said, the wider context here is that like PlayStation going to put something out. The plan was for the Switch to come out at some time, I presume. But maybe it's been delayed, as as like we spoke about last week, to the beginning of twenty twenty five. But I don't know, man. It's going to look bloody awful if they're popping this out against the PlayStation. But maybe the maybe a PS five Pro is really expensive, and maybe actually it looks bad yeah who knows really but mm. um oh what you mean if a, if a if a playstation pro obviously comes out being a bit beefier yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because yeah. the worst case scenario with that is that that comes out at a good, like they take good losses on it, and it comes out at the same price as the PS5. You know, so five hundred quid, let's say. Um, and it's it's managing to pull things like four K sixty on like every game. You know, and that's that's like worst case scenario um, in terms of comparisons. And then Xbox have spat out a white version without a disc drive, and they're like, oh uh, yeah, so it's the same, but uh, it's white. <laughs> we jammed a bit of cardboard in the disc drive. <laughs> the disc drive is still there it's just like fuck it, they just, just duct like tape a, over it yeah they, they just use like poly filler it's just poly filler, poly filler yeah <laughs> like the oh, button's still there you're like what does this do yeah it does nothing just fucking that's really funny um yeah yeah though that that would look very bad um and I don't know. Maybe they're doing it on purpose, dude. Maybe it's a conspiracy. Maybe they're trying to lose more of the console market so they can go to third party quicker. Like, oh no! They're actively bought our new console. No one bought our bright pink console with seven disc drives. (laughs) God, we thought it would be really good. You can play a game and a movie at the same time. Like we thought that would be really good. We bought snapping back. So you can do both. seven way yeah. snap but like um yeah so <laughs> i'm on something dude i'm convinced this is a conspiracy theory you're getting them you're getting them good That's it. uh yeah so who knows ultimately either way i don't think it's it's really a big deal um but I, i'm more i'm more crossing my fingers and hoping that they actually have something exciting to show I, I don't know if it'll be this year but at the very least next year you know who knows if this handheld is actually happening or not but like uh, I, they need to do something interesting with their consoles here i think new controller. I, I spoke about this what yes i'd like it definitely yeah um because i uh, when we bought into this ecosystem since Xbox, you know, pivoted, they were like, you know, with backwards compatibility, accessibility, play everywhere, Game Pass. We were like, yeah, okay, sounds good. We bought into that vision, but it's kind of like stalled for a bit now. And like the console has just kind of has kept being a green PlayStation, but with Game Pass and a, and a bit more compatibility, you know, with mm. cross buy and cross save and everything. But like, if they took one more step, I think it would really break open like, oh, Xbox is doing this. It would like really help mm. get people understand like what it is. And like, I think that PC hybrid idea that, that um, I've read about and obviously I spoke about last week would mm. would really be good for that. So we can see, again, it's it's on them to help me yeah. understand and help help me stay on that train with you if you want to do yeah. that. So, yeah. so you, you think the way that Xbox gains, gains their track back and gains leverage is through innovation rather than um, i think so yeah yeah don't need yeah. to do something with the hardware the risky. software has been great but the hardware needs to like have something going for it in my opinion mm. to like can't help carve out like what they're doing it's so risky though to just try and like pivot and innovate and it's just and and i mean track record they tried that once and it didn't fucking work so good luck pitching that <laughs> at the board yeah um yeah yeah i don't know man but yeah you are you, you are right though like that windows like home console hybrid would be straight fire yeah 
Yeah, I, I just think they've got a really, they've got all the ingredients for something really good here. Like between the cloud, the the ownership of Windows and PC, like they've got some really talented architectures. Obviously, like even the, the Series X is a fucking great console. It's just it has a couple of other problems. You know, the features on it are, are pretty pretty great as well. Um, yeah, I just think one step further. Yeah, I agree with you. It's risky, but at the same time, if they keep bleeding console, uh. Which they're not. They're not bleeding console sales. It's just It's just that everybody who bought a console last generation is still buying an Xbox this generation, whereas PlayStation is experiencing a bit of growth um, despite the, the money problem. So, you know, whatever. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, right. Okay. So the, the, fir- the third and final thing that we've got to talk about, because I'm going to get out of here in about 20 minutes, so we're looking good for time, though. Mm-hmm. Um is age of mythology now as much as i've been you know anxiously talking about the direction of xbox and what's going on these platforms when and is it going to go to other platforms age of mythology which was announced in 2022 is coming to xbox and pc at the same time later this year i'm so happy i've been whinging about this since we started the fucking podcast i've been going on about this for 131 episodes haven't i tim uh yeah i always get confused between this and ara so yeah i think you've been wrenching about this one but i don't know (laughs) but yeah woo no but no not this game i I just mean like games going to pc at the same time i see yeah 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 no i'm with you yeah you winch about that all the time yeah all the time don't shut up about it um, and this is great to me because you know what I've always wanted to play more Age of Empires and when Age of Empires 2 came out earlier this year I played quite a lot of it actually and I had a really nice time I think that game is really good it's aged really well they've done a great job in getting it on consoles with like the controls um, it is a bit niche as a real time strategy but man it's good fun like once you get into the swing of it mm-hmm. uh, I played a bit of Age of Empires 4 as well but Age of Empires 2 is just a bit more fleshed out um, and they're really they're still fairly similar games to be honest um, but Age of Mythology a bit more arcadey uh, for yeah. those who don't know, it's still a real-time strategy, but you know, instead of picking uh, different civilizations, um, you pick like a pantheon, you know, like Greek or uh, Roman or Egyptian, etc. And then you pick like one of three major gods to determine what your playstyle is. And then, like throughout the game, as you enter different ages, you pick minor gods, um, you know, like Aphrodite, for example, um, or. Mm. Anubis, I think maybe might be a minor what? god as well. Anubis is a minor god. I'm not installing. <laughs> I might be Anubis wrong. Maybe is he's, he's probably. Boy. He's a god of yeah, death. I know he is, man. He's the Egyptian god of death. Yeah, is he the? Is he the one? Is he? I think yeah, so. I suppose he is. Yeah. Or is he like god of right. the underworld? He probably is. I can't remember which one it is. He's one of the two. But yeah, he's he's a big boy for a, for Egyptian. Like is that was that, that, that was the person I would have picked. No, he's Mayan, I think. Really? No, nah, not Mayan. Maybe like Roman. I think he is. But yeah, like, tested no, like, like, I, I, like immediately, I would have gone Egyptian and gone Anubis. Like that would have been straight fire. Yeah, or like Horus or something Greek. like that. That would have been cool. Horus. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanatos is Greek. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. um yeah, so it's, it's a bit more arcadian, you know, and you get stuff like, uh, you know, you can throw down Zeus's bolts and stuff from the sky as you, you know, um, so it, it's still a real time strategy and that you're still like looking after your people, but it's a bit more arcadey, a bit more take, not taking itself too seriously. And I think that's quite exciting, actually, to be honest. So Game Pass Day 1 for me is actually like quite an exciting, again, first party Game Pass exclusive game for this year on in the year that for me, yeah. which is already quite 
quite exciting. Do we? Uh, I, I'm in total agreement with you with the fact that this this is definitely much more up my alley than something like Age of Empires. I just want to have a little bit more fun with it, and yeah, if they bring like gods and pantheons into the mix of it, yeah, like I'm much more sold on this. Um, do we know anything about its like co-op? Like, is, is there like verses? Is there online co-op? Is there like anything like that? I'm sure there probably is. Yeah. Um, so so you, 100%, you can play. Uh, 12 players you can play up to 12 players together that's pretty cool no, so it's wait, because so I'm, like I'm pretty sure same they've... pantheon or like it's just like 12 player free for all yeah you can do 12 player like online whether it's 6v6 you can get a private lobby together uh i i don't know about like co-op campaigns because that's a separate thing they did in age of empires 2 but at the very least yeah there's multiplayer lobbies supporting up to 12 players is i suppose the best yeah. way of saying it yeah cool um cool, cool, cool. but it's uh it's uh in the same way they did the it was age of empires 2 was a remake of it from back in the day this is also a remake of the original age of mythology which came out i think in the early 2000s but this is age of empires yes. no age of mythology retold um but if you know if if a, a, a aoe 2 is anything to go by they're gonna knock this out of the park you know it was a 90 plus game i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the remake um so this i'm sure this will be as well um but yes, and super exciting. Is this just 2024? No latter half, like first half, no, nothing like that. Just they just I don't think so. No. On it, they? Okay, that's yeah. cool though. It's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. And I also think these sorts of games are things, you know, as we always say, like strategy games are something that works really well for remote play and cloud. So, like again, like if they keep supporting that, like I want the same touchscreen support that they now have with remote play on uh, on cloud streaming that'd be that'd be pretty cool here i imagine mm. oh, i bet yeah oh, i bet they'd like that definitely uh, and if you're wondering why did that just happen now like why was this not showing at a showcase or anything well the game was announced two years ago but they had the age of empires event this week it was called uh new year new age so that's why we've just heard about this now and it's just been announced. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Alrighty. Well, in terms of the topics, Tim, we've done pretty well. Um, we've chewed through them. Um, anything else on your mind before we sort of uh, jingle up and get out of it? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think anything else came to mind news-wise this week that popped into my brain. Um, hmm. so I think I am good to go. I think awesome, cool. Let's keep it lean and we'll wrap it up there then. Um, thank you, Joaquin. Special shout out to Joaquin for being uh, being here for us in our time of need, you know, when we're missing our third. Um, everyone else, um, thanks for watching. Um, if you like listening to us today, we'd really appreciate a, uh, a like, maybe a subscribe. That would be a bit cheeky. That'd be quite nice. Um, you can find us on all popular podcasting services, and we will be back same time next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have a good week, everyone. Have a good week, guys. All the best. Bye. <laughs>